From Upstate Medical University in Syracuse, New York, I'm Amber Smith. This is HealthLink on Air. Neurosurgeons have a new way to target radiation therapy in patients with brain tumors. And here to talk about this new tool is Dr. Harish Babu. He's co-director of the Brain Tumor Program at Upstate and director of Minimally Invasive Neurosurgery. Welcome back to HealthLink on Air, Dr. Babu. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be on HealthLink. So tell us about this new tool called GammaTile. So GammaTile is a sort of a surgically targeted radiation therapy technology uh, that is that has been recently approved by the FDA to be used uh, for brain tumor patients. Um, usually brain tumors are treated with a combination of surgery and radiation. And uh, this, uh, you, and usually that radiation uh, is an external being. You sit in, in a radiation machine and the, and the radiation comes from the outside. Uh, this is the other way around. Here, we place the radiation sources inside the brain at the site of surgery. So uh, the radiation happens right the moment after surgery. Now, these are stand-sized bioabsorbable collagen tiles that are embedded with small radiation sources, which, uh, and they are designed to be implanted by a neurosurgeon at the end of a tumor section. Now, these uh, stamp-sized radiation sources are placed at the edge of the resection area where the need for the radiation is the most because we think that's where most of the, uh, the, the cancer cells are and where the boundary between the cancer and the normal brain is. Now, as soon as so it goes into the, let me just interrupt you. So it goes into the space that's left after you take the tumor right. out. Correct. And you said it's a stamp size tiled. Does one tile, is that all that you need? The number of tiles that we need may differ depending upon each patient's uh, tumor, the surgery, and the resection cavity or the resection bed that is left after removal of the tumor. So this is a d decided on an individual basis uh, for an individual patient. There is no standard number here. You described it as a bioresorbable collagen tile. Does that mean it dissolves into the tissue or what happens to the, it once you leave it there? The, the collagen uh, structure, uh, which holds these uh, radiation sources uh, are implanted, but eventually these collagen sources are absorbed by the brain tissue, usually within uh, three, four months after implant. Now the tiles hold their shape and, and the position while the brain, uh, within the brain, while the radiation is being delivered. Um, but after about three, four months, these, uh, these collagen tiles are dissolved and, and only this loose sort of small uh, seeds of this radiation are left. And, and the radiation has also decreased. And, and that is, you know, it, it, those radiation seeds stay there, but the larger tile just dissolves. When I looked uh, for some pictures online, it, these little tiles had uh, sort of bumps on one side of them, like a almost like a Lego tile. Um, wh why are they designed with with bumps on one side? Well, it is uh, to some extent it is to let the surgeons know uh, which side to place uh, should go to the brain side and which side should be to the to to the sort of the cavity side. Uh, the bumpy side of the tile is where, which goes towards the brain side. Um, and it is, it is designed in such a way that the bumpy side would give the correct dose of radiation, the amount of radiation 
so that that helps us uh, sort of uh, place those tiles in the during surgery appropriately. I've heard of brachytherapy, where radiation sources are placed in the tumor resection cavity during surgery. How is this different? It, uh, brachytherapies uh, for have been tried for for a long time. In, in fact, I think the first ones were tried back in 1930s or 1940s, um, and several different sources of radiation have you know have evolved over a period of time. Um, and uh, about 20 years ago, 30 years ago, what the what was being tried was iodine 125. Now, now in the past 20 years or so, uh, you know, radiation scientists, uh, physicists have have seen that cesium 131 is is a much better source uh, for radiation. It gives about the same radiation. It is effective, but it has one advantage uh, that is it is a shorter half life. Uh, you get the same amount of radiation in a shorter time period and in a shorter distance. From a medicine point of view, that translates to uh, you, you, you get treated for a shorter period of time. That is improved ease of use. You know, it increases efficacy and as well as has a superior safety profile. So in some sense, this is similar to the brachytherapy, but a, a lot more evolved and, and technologically better. How does treatment using gamma tile compare with standard radiation treatment? So uh, these uh, these gamma tiles, uh, these radiation sources, you know, spit out radiation, and and that which and that affects the the cancer cells. Now, when you place these gamma tiles, uh, about uh, you know fifty percent uh, of the therapeutic doses uh, are delivered within the first ten days after surgery. Now, in in a normal that in a normal what we call as an external beam radiation, you every day you would have to go to the you know the physician's office, uh, you know get the radiation, and that happens over a period of day days and weeks. Here, fifty percent of the dose is is delivered within the first ten days, and in fact, about ninety five percent of the dose is delivered within the six weeks. And you don't have to go to any physician's office; you're just up and about doing daily things. It, the radiation is happening. Uh, you know, inside your brain, and you're not going to any physician's office. What are the uh, side effects like compared gamma tile with the external beam radiation? So, if if we start off with the external beam radiation, uh, the the side effects are headaches. Uh, you have hair loss, you know, nausea, vomiting, uh, tiredness, and and the most, and you also notice uh, skin and scalp discoloration. Uh, and also, you know, th there is also uh, memory and cognitive problems. Now, th that doesn't mean that everybody gets this. Uh, some, you know, it's a combination of things that people get during external beam radiation. Now, while in gamma tile, uh, you know, there is very little side effect. Uh, one side of they, not much side effect you get. And sometimes the side effects are related to the radiation necrosis that happens very rarely. But generally, it is much well tolerated than the, the conventional external beam radiation uh, that is designed for classical uh, brain brain tumors. Do we know yet whether gamma tile will be more effective at preventing a tumor from growing back than traditional radiation? We we do not know that yet. We we don't have enough studies uh, to suggest uh, whether uh, gamma tile is better than the standard radiation therapy. 
uh, studies are ongoing. Uh, we don't have enough numbers to state that yet. You're listening to Upstate's HealthLink on Air. I'm your host, Amber Smith, talking with neurosurgeon Dr. Harish Babu about a new tool for brain tumors called Gamatile. So I want to ask you about what patients may be candidates for the Gamatile. Is this adults, children? Currently, it is FDA approved for adults uh, for recurrent um, brain tumors, such as glioblastomas, uh, metastatic disease, and meningiomas. And it is also uh, since uh, the beginning of 2020 also been approved for for a primary brain tumors that is uh, you know uh, first time diagnosed uh, brain tumors as well, but only for adults. Does it matter the size of the tumor or where it's located in the brain as to whether they would be a good candidate for this? Um, so as far as a size or the location, it is not a concern. Uh, it, any location or any size. Uh, patients or tumors uh, can can get gametiles. Um, the only the only thing is that they they should be ready for surgery. Gametiles are placed after surgery, so you need to uh, you know be a surgical candidate for those tumors. And once at the end of surgery is when we place these gametiles. But to answer your question, size and uh, and and location of the tumor are not a concern. Is there anything that would disqualify a person from having gametile? I saw something about um, hypersensitivity to bovine-derived materials. Yeah, um, because these collagen fibers are derived derived from bovine material, uh, anybody who has previously had uh, sensitivity or hypersensitivity to bovine-derived material, they would be they would not be candidates for uh, for gametile. And also, if there are there if there are any patients who have rarely shown uh, to have increased uh, necrosis from radiation, uh, they may also, you know, we may also need to counsel them appropriately. Uh, they may be sensitive to radiation as well. Now, if someone is going to need to have chemotherapy after the, you know, surgery and the gametile, can they do that with the gametiles in place? Certainly they can. Um, um, gametile does not uh, uh, exclude them. Uh, exclude any patients from getting chemotherapy. Uh, their chemotherapy can continue uh, just about the same way as they would be conventionally. Now, will someone who has gametile, are they going to be radioactive for a period of time? And can they be around their loved ones in the days after this? So get, um, once we place the gametiles, uh, as, as I just alluded earlier, uh, you know, about 50% of the radiation um, does happen. Uh, it happens in the first 10 days, and about 95% of the radiation is in the first six weeks. So during this this time, theoretically, uh, there is radioactivity, uh, but we know that the cesium source, uh, the drop off of the radiation is very quick, which means the the distance uh, where you feel the radiation is is very short, within millimeters. So theoretically, yes, uh, one sh one should be aware of this, and their loved ones should be. Uh, should be counseled uh, that there is radiation, uh, you know, uh, within the within the brain of the patient. Uh, but after about six weeks, uh, as we said, about ninety five percent of the radiation is gone. So, uh, so the first six weeks, one should be uh, aware of this and be careful. Well, I'd like to have you walk us through what a patient who's going to have this procedure can expect. So how do you tell someone to prepare in the days ahead of surgery? What do they need to do to get ready? So um, 
placing uh, gametal or the gametal procedure per se uh, adds about two or three minutes uh, in addition to the routine surgery they might otherwise be uh, you know, signing up for. Um, and for any neurosurgical procedure, you know, we, we, we sit down with the patient, we talk to them, we counsel them. Uh, in what, what are the goals of the surgery? What are we, what are we trying here? Uh, is tumor resection and, and what are the risks for surgery? And, and there are the, the risks for surgeries are long, but, but effective, you know, most importantly, uh, sort of having stroke or coma or serious, uh, you know, neurological deficit. Uh, we talk to them depending upon the location and, and, and the size of the tumor. And, and once we have had a discussion, uh, the patient can choose to go with surgery or go, you know, or decide against surgery. And at that time, we, you know, we would, we would again uh, sort of discuss what exactly the surgery uh, looks like, you know, where the incision would be, uh, what times and how, how long will they be in the, in the hospital. Typically, after a procedure like this, they would be a night or two nights in the hospital. And, and we would say that about the first five to six weeks, uh, they would, you know, they would be little, they would not have the normal activity. They, uh, because just because they would be lethargic, they would be a little weak just from getting the surgery. After that, they can go about doing their normal day-to-day -day activities. So it sounds like inserting the gamma tile only adds, you said two or three minutes at the end of the procedure and having these installed doesn't seem like it changes the course of recovery for most people. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. From a, from a surgeon standpoint, it's about two to three minutes extra for the surgery. Um, and, and from a patient's perspective, it shouldn't change um, anything more than the normal surgery as well. But obviously, this sometimes may depend upon patient to patient, but most patients have done very well uh, with, with gamma tile placement. Will the remnants of the gamma tile show up on brain scans in, in the future that they have? Yeah. So the so as we said, the the bioabsorbable collagen tiles are absorbed in in you know three to four months, so they don't show up. But the seeds, uh, these are sort of two to three millimeter size uh, titanium beads. Uh, they will show up on the scan um, even after the radiation sources have depleted, and even after the uh, collagen has been absorbed. But so yes, those radiation seeds uh, will show up on the MRI. Now, for listeners who want to learn more about Gamma Tile, um, how can they find out or get connected with you if this is something that interests them? So, the patients or, or referring physicians uh, who may be interested in, in, in Gamma Tile, they certainly can, can you know, uh, sort of seek a referral at the Department of Neurosurgery. Uh, they can either, um, you know, send us a referral. Our office would be happy to contact them and, and do the needful and, and channel them uh, to the appropriate, you know, sort of surgical field. I'll let listeners know that phone number for the neurosurgery department, 315-464-4470. Thank you to Dr. Harish Babu. He's co-director of the Brain Tumor Program at Upstate and director of Minimally Invasive Neurosurgery. And we've been talking about the new Gamma Tile. I'm Amber Smith for Upstate's podcast and radio talk show, HealthLink on Air.